Welcome to The Favorites, the podcast presented by Bet365. We are part of the Action Network. I am Chad Millman, Chief Content Officer of the Action Network. Today is our week five Thursday NFL episode. This is the episode where we get feedback from the wise guys who listen to the show. We make our survivor pick and build our money line, underdog, round robin, parlay. Big, big week for that last week. We give out our foxhole bet. We give out our big balls bet of the week. We narrow down our picks for the free-to-play favorites podcast, $100,000 pro football pick'em contest. Because as our old pal, Colin Cowherd, likes to say, there is a sea of money out there. Because there's a sea of money out there. If you want to follow along with our official bets, you can check them out on the contest website, favorites.actionnetwork.com, when we lock them in before kickoff on Sunday. If you prefer using the award-winning Action Network app, you can also track all the bets Simon and I lock in by following two accounts, the Faves 5 and the Favorites Podcast. Now, let's bring in my co-host, my companion, my compadre, my BFF professional better, Simon Hunter! Hello, Simon! Dude, last week, everything seemed so clear. We were locked in. This week, a little bit of a murky mess of short lines and conflicting market moves. Yeah, and uh, we'll, we'll get into it in the sharp calls. A lot of split people this week. A lot of guys going against each other. A lot of different opinions. And, you know, that we're getting into no more. You don't know what these teams are or who they really are yet. You're kind of figuring out what teams really are and who they are at this point. And... That's going to make for a lot of conflicts and a lot of people thinking their opinions right. So for what you just said last week, felt pretty easy this week. I'm having a tough time getting to the five, Chad. I'm not going to lie. As a reminder, the Favorites Podcast is presented by Bet365. Bet365 doesn't do ordinary. That's why you get more boosts with them than anyone else every day. They power up the odds on hundreds of bets to give you a chance to win more. Bet365 boosts specific markets, your winnings, and even parlays, and they don't stop there. Keep an eye out for their biggest and best odds with the incredible Super Boost. Check out the boosts and see why it's never ordinary at Bet365. You must be 21 and over or 18 and over in Kentucky and present in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, New Jersey, Ohio, and Virginia, or Virginia, sorry. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Colorado, Kentucky, New Jersey, Ohio, and Virginia, or 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. Terms and conditions and restrictions apply. Week five is approaching. Opportunities, we think, are all over the board. Let's not dilly-dally, Simon. It's time for Sharp Calls. Hello, who's there? I'm talking. Ring, ring, telephone ring. Somebody said, baby, what you doing? I'll start off by giving giving Chad his flowers. Chad was all over this line. He saw it, and I, I poo-pooed him on it. The Titans. I told ah. him yesterday, we did a show, and I told him a, a really smart group was coming in heavy on the Titans. I don't know. I'm pretty stubborn, Chad. I've, I've just been betting it. I've taken the two and a half on the Colts, like, I'm not phased by this group, but I should be because they're really good. But again, the game we're going to dive into, I don't really get it. The love of the Tennessee just feels like it's overboard about what happened last week. Like, I understand they looked incredible against the Bengals, but for the line to move now, what is it? Three and a half, four points? Yeah, it's, this it's, line's moved to uh, 
if you're seeing two and a half, that is astonishing to me. Dude, it was at one and a half. Indy minus one and a half. Now Indy yeah. plus two and a half. Jesus Christ. Yeah, money moves, bro. But at the same time, I love it. Where it's like, if I like a side and the, the number moves against me, obviously I respect these guys and everything like that. But there's certain times where it's like, I got to put my foot down if I believe in a team. And in this spot with this Colts team, I just, I think they're undervaluating how good Anthony Richardson is going to do against this Titans defense. So that's the first one that jumped out just because I knew you were all over that one. I've been betting the Colts. It went against me. Sucks, but that's going to happen. One game you were on that I was just unsure of, and it's probably going to be in either a big balls or a foxhole bet. It's that Pittsburgh number. Talk to a lot of guys that love that number. They're all over Pittsburgh in this spot. They're, they're really, though, again, everyone's different about how they go about it. I feel like most of the people I'm talking to that love this Pittsburgh spot are the old school trend guys. And like, I guess there's a bunch of trends that point to this. I think I saw another trend of uh, it, it was something I had to do with them getting blown up by 20 points. Like the last two years are four and oh, in these in these spots, ATS after they lose a game by 20 points or more. So it kind of caters to what Chad said of Tomlin usually gets his guys up after bad losses and they bounce back in these games. You ain't new to this no more now. You know what I mean? I'm I'm trying to get there with this one. It's just really hard for me knowing it's Kenny Pickett or Mitch Trubisky that I'm backing. I just don't have much faith in them, but it's more of a faith faith bet in Tomlin in this defense. So not shocked at that. I talked to a bunch of guys and they love that number. Another game we can't do for contest. The pros love. They like the Jaguars playing the Bills. They just like the whole scenario of the Jaguars staying in London. The Bills traveling neutral site. This Bills team is on fire. Everyone's going to wake up, slam this number. Would not be shocked to see this number go back up. But now I've seen it come down. So I've seen it a couple fives now. It's moved from five and a half. So definitely a game to keep your eye on. Again, the game will go through quick so we can break it down ourselves. Atlanta, the pros love that. I, 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 It feels like the same spot as the Colts where it's like we're buying low on a team, playing against a team that is getting all the hype this whole week. And that's what this Houston team is like. Everyone's talking Houston this whole week. So the number has not moved. Like, I think we gave it out here at two and a half, one and a half, and it's it's kind of stayed there. So yeah, uh, th definitely another interesting one of there's pros on both sides. And the final one, again, we talked about we missed the best of the number, especially for contest. They love the Cardinals this week against the Bengals, Chad. We've seen this number now come down from when it opened at six, Five and a half to five to four and a half to three and a half to three. Now it's at two and a half at a couple books. So I know we said we were like, yeah, we'll take the Bengals when it gets to two and a half. I don't know if we can, Chad. Like it just not even the fact that I know really smart guys on the other side. It's like something's fishy here if the books are begging now for your two and a half money on this Bengals team. So yeah, definitely a week where we're split on a lot of ones. And another game we didn't even talk about, Denver. I love that spot. Another really smart group I respect. They they really like this spot for Zach Wilson. And my argument against it is like this kid is inconsistent. This is such a letdown spot for Zach Wilson after having the game of his life against the Chiefs in primetime. Chad, I might let me put this one in. Who knows? Because we have a bunch of games like this where it's like, like I like Minnesota. I like the 49ers. Like we have a lot of games we do like, but it is interesting where we're getting Denver under a field goal at home against Zach Wilson. It's like, how, how do we not take this number here? So uh, definitely a fun week to dive into in all these games. Let's just get into it. Because like every game you talked about, I feel like it is split down the middle. Um, yeah, it's just a lot of different different opinions and different models and views on different teams and how yeah. their seasons will play out right now. So a lot of headbutton this week. 
As a reminder, uh, you can catch every episode of The Favorites live on YouTube. For those who are doing it right now on YouTube, don't forget to give us a like, subscribe to the Action Network YouTube page. So the other day on Tuesday when we were doing the podcast, you know, Evan Abrams will give us these amazing stats. And, and I chose one to make the theme of the week was that for the past five years, when there were 51% or more of the bets, meaning the public is on a side, that side would usually be the losing side for the past five years in aggregate at the end of the season. Right now, through four weeks, the public is winning more often than not against the spread. So that was the theme for Tuesday. The theme for today, and it's why it's relevant to what Simon was just talking about with um, with the Colts and the Titans, is closing line valuable. Si- uh, closing line value. Simon, we've talked about this. Like, what is the value of getting closing line? So I asked Evan to look it up. The last five years, how valuable is it to get the best of the number? So for those who are listening for the first time, Simon and I always talk about this. Like, getting the best of the number is an old betting axiom. And what it means is you want to be when the number is in the giving you the best advantage. So with the Bengals and the Cardinals game that Simon just mentioned, on Sunday night, when Simon and I did the podcast, that line was Bengals minus six on the road at Arizona. While we were doing the podcast, it moved to five and a half and then down to five. Simon is saying it's now at two and a half. If you still like the Cardinals, you're going to be at a disadvantage if you bet the two and a half because it opened at six. Following the line movement versus the opening line, you win at a 58% clip, meaning if you've gotten the best of the number, if you would bet the six, you'd have a better chance of covering against the spread over the past five years than if you're betting the two and a half. So it's something to think about. Um, You want me to push back against it? Okay, yeah, do it. It was six on Sunday night. That's where we're going off of right here for this example. There is like eight dudes who got down a hundred bucks on that number. Like I'm with you. It's always great to get the best of the number. You get no money down. I get where people come from about that. I hate to throw that I got the best number in people's face because I got pennies down. Like books aren't taking big bets at 730 on Sunday on week two. They're letting the pros come in, take a little taste, and then they move the number. So, of course, it should be a really high percentage that the pros who get a little bit down on the best number is always going to be better than the guy running in at 1150 or 1250 to get his bets down right before kickoff. A great example. We we took that Saints plus one and a half all week going against that Green Bay team. And then two hours before kickoff, it totally flipped. That to me is an even better example where it's like that best of the number really did matter. And you had all week to get it. Me and Chad are in the risk business. We don't mind buying out of positions if guys get hurt or things come out. If you're a small time guy with not that much money to put down, be patient, right? Use your resources you have, these podcasts, different things like that before you make all your bets like we do early in the week because we I love closing line value, but I'm also like, I'm not going to just stay away from a line because it's like, oh, well, the value is gone. Like that Jets one, people are like, are you still going to take it? It's only seven and a half now. And it's like, don't be mad if you missed it and it lands on eight. You're, you are taking a risk there. But at the end of the day, it usually doesn't matter. Like that seven and a half, me and Chad would have got burned with our nine and a half. So Mahomes scored that touchdown, even though we had a right. great number. So um, at the end of the day, the 10, which we and you got and popped up for maybe 12 hours, we're not here to shove our number in your face. And we're like, oh, we got the best number. We covered that anyway. It's like, don't kick yourself if you miss the best number. Although we're giving you a lot of tools to not miss the best of the number because you can listen on Sunday night. You can listen on Tuesday. You can follow us in the Action Network app. So if nothing else, make your choice based on 
the information that we're giving you basically in real time. Uh, sure. We got to narrow down these games, which is which is hard because we got a lot of games that we're on the fence about. We were talking the other day about the Jets, uh, the New York Giants and Miami, both coming off of big losses. The Giants looking terrible. Miami is expecting to rebound. That game was at nine on before Monday Night Football. Now it's at 11. We were wondering if we were going to talk ourselves into Miami at minus 11. I still don't have a read on this. It feels like yeah. a big number to me. The If you're talking about trends, Evan has a great stat. Teams that scored three points or less the previous week cover 61% of the time the last 20 years, the following week. The Patriots, the Giants, and the Bengals are in that that mix for this week. When two teams get blown out, the team that is ends up being favored the next week if they're playing each other actually doesn't do very well against the spread the following week. So I think I would lean Giants, but it's not a game I'm thinking I got to put in the contest. So I don't. I, if you don't feel strongly, we don't need to spend a ton, a ton of time on it. Yeah, like I told you, I hate this one because, like you just said, everything everything about we do, it makes me want to take the Giants. They're getting no yeah. tickets, no money. I talked to 25 incredibly sharp groups in the last two days. Not a single person brought up the Giants or that they're taking the Giants. And, like, I didn't bring them up either, but no one else did, which if there's usually an 11-point dog and no one's betting on them, there's always going to be one or two guys. It's like, yeah, I'm going to take that number. So could be a huge trap for Miami betters, but I'm going to be right there with them. I'm just... I don't see how the Giants keep up with Miami. And I don't see defensively, like you just said, I think they had the least amount of pressures right now in football, the Giants D-line. Yeah. So we know the only way to stop Tua is to get pressure on him and make him uncomfortable. Like the Bills, that was the perfect game plan they had of getting pressure on him somehow, you know, get him off his spots, get him out of rhythm. If the man has rhythm and timing, you're dead. Me and I have seen this a thousand times and it's scary as hell where it's like you're taking a huge favorite on a team getting no money, no bets in a spot that I normally would love them. But, you know, my argument keeps being this Miami team is just different than other teams where it's like their offense. I still don't think the books have caught up to these offenses. So um, the books don't care. Like they can have they're happy to lose this game. They'll get it back another game. So. It's the few time I'm I'm good riding with the public here, and I'm I'm still on this one. Like I told you, I make this number thirteen. I I do we whatever we do like a little spreadsheet. Um, me, Chris, Sean, Stucky, and we put in our numbers. I'm by far the highest on Miami. I don't think any of those guys are above ten. So clearly, most people up there aren't going to model this number so big. It's just I'm not going to overreact to what happened in Buffalo. Like I still think this team is right up there as one of the best teams in the AFC. But it was interesting seeing those guys so much lower on this number than I was. Uh, he's referring, of course, to Stucky and Chris Raybon, who co-host who the Action Network Thursday podcast, and Sean Kerner, who is our predictive analyst and one of the creators of the luck rankings. Three guys we mention on the show all the time. You must check out the luck rankings. You must listen to the Thursday podcast for the Action Network. I'm going to bring it up a couple times because games we're on, Chris and Stucky are against. Uh, also, I feel like you just said one of the smartest things you've ever said. If the man has rhythm and timing, you're dead. That goes for football. That goes for basketball. That goes for a shootout at the OK Corral. If you are if you are against someone with rhythm and timing, you're fucked. New Orleans at New England. Look, this is a game. I just mentioned Stucky and Raybon. Stucky liked the Patriots. This was my exact decision. I don't care. Like, I think this is the right move here. The Patriots are in trouble. I think Mac Jones is just terrible. I don't think that is something you can make up for with scheme. I think Matthew Judon and Christian Gonzalez being out 
is a hard thing to overcome. I don't think you can make it up with scheme and better coaching from Bill Belichick over Dennis Allen. Are we still together on this? Yeah, but we exactly what we said. It was like I we wanted to be on the Patriots, right? If their defense was healthy, this would have been yeah. a great spot for them against Derek Carr going outside on a struggling offense. Their studs are gone. Like I know they made a, a trade for Jackson from the Chargers. That guy ain't coming there to fix what's happening there this week. We kind of talked about we thought the number would eventually move. Some books are making the Saints favorites now, minus one. It's just going to be Gosh. back and forth. Yeah. Um, yeah, Chad. Like, I- I'm still right there with you. This is just a week of, like, a lot of these numbers have just come down to a pick where the book even themselves are like, we don't really know what to do with either of these teams. And that's how it feels with this one where the Saints have a ton of potential, but we don't know how badly Derek Carr's hurt, and we don't know how bad this Patriots defense is going to be without arguably their two best defenders. So um, I'm I'm still confident in our position just because I think the Saints defense is really good and they're healthy. Do, don't we wish it was still one and a half plus two maybe? Like we'd feel a lot better about the Saints. The fact that now you have to get minus one, it's, it's making the value leave a little bit. Yeah, and also it's always very tricky. Evan will tell you that the trends don't favor teams that go from short dogs to short favorites. For the record, speaking of closing line value, against the opening line, I bet the Saints at plus one and a half. I put it in the app. If you follow me in the app, you would have seen that. We talked about it on Tuesday. Uh, just something to keep in mind. All right, Baltimore or Pittsburgh. Look, I, we talked about this on Tuesday also, and we've said the wise guys are coming in on this during sharp calls. This one does scare me a little bit. Like I think we have three games that we're debating between big balls and foxhole, and this is one of them. Because Evan gave us all those stats the other day about this this series, right? Over the last 20 years, which is basically covering Tomlin and Harbaugh's entire careers, underdog in this series, 28, 12, and three. When the line is three or more since 2005, 21, three, and three. Underdog has covered 11 straight in this rivalry, 15, one, and one against the spread. And when, Har- when Harbaugh and Tomlin face each other, 22, five, and three to the underdog. I just want to see your face. We win this damn game. We are living. And we've got Lamar Jackson, who has been terrible as a favorite. When you're trying to be great, it's going to be negativity. But, you know, they hated Jesus. And I'm not Jesus, so I don't really worry about it. And we've got the Steelers, who always overperform as an underdog at home over a field goal. I betted it for, but it makes me nervous because I don't think this is the same kind of Steelers team as years past. This defense isn't nearly as good. That's why we got to make our big balls better the week, Chad. Big balls better the week. <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers plus four at home against the Baltimore Ravens. I wonder what Mike Tomlin is going to say about that. You know, he didn't urinate down his leg, man. That's a great place to begin. Well, this takes some cojones to make this bet here. It's like you're, you're betting a team that you're right. They don't have, it feels like the same type of dogs on defense that we're used to. Normally, I would be like, you know what? Let's just wait and see. But you were spot on giving out all these stats. And these are the reasons you just don't miss on these numbers where we're just playing the long-term game with a lot of these bets we're making. Never in my life have I probably ever missed this, missed this opportunity to take a Tomlin team at home in a divisional game after they lost by more than 20 points. It's too good of a number to pass on. Man, an opportunity to get a quality dude at a discount. Like, what are we talking about? No doubt having the four feels a lot better. Like grabbing the four now, that's that's such a key number. So if, if you can get the four or four and a half, obviously 
we want you to grab it now. But I could I could see this being three and a half by kickoff. It's just the Joe's versus pros. It's going to be the public. I mean, we can look in the app. I'm assuming the tickets and everything like that will be on actually, the Ravens actually, and all the cash is on Pittsburgh. This is a very public dog. 66% of the tickets on Pittsburgh, 82% of the money on Pittsburgh. And the wise guy money is coming in on Pittsburgh, A, because of the number and what we've seen with this rivalry for the years. But there are significant injuries for the Ravens. I mean, they're just banged And up. Pittsburgh has injuries too, but not as bad as yeah, the Ravens. not as bad as the Ravens. And also not as impactful, right? Like the Ravens secondary is in big trouble. The Steelers, like you play Mitch Trubisky, you play Kenny Pickett. I'm not sure it fucking matters. We're, we're just going to trust the number here and take it. I'm happy it is our big balls better of the week because of all our bets we're making. This one feels like the Jets last week where it's like, I know it's the right number. It's the right spot to take it. It's it's really taken a lot for me to put the money down on it. It's just this this Pittsburgh team is bad. Oh, that's what makes it so fun. Carolina <laughs> at Detroit. Listen, we said on Tuesday we wanted to wait until this number got to 10 to make a call. It's really hard to pull the trigger on this Carolina team. I know. And this, and this Detroit team has been so dominant. You said it's climbing up in your power ratings. Maybe yeah. Dallas. I got, a, I got a couple things here. Jared Goff, reminder, most profitable against spread QB the past five years. And by the way, much, much better in the Dome. Not surprising. So, you know, for uh, for the film room stuff and for other stuff that we do, um, I was doing a little research on, on Aiden Hutchinson. And he is grading out as one of the top pass rushers, according to Pro Football Focus. Not that far behind Miles Garrett and Micah Parsons. Three and a half sacks the past two games. Um, the Panthers O-line has no one grading out at a at a top 30 pass blocker. Nobody. So, and we got Bryce Young. So it's a, it's a hard one to pull. We know the right side is Carolina. And I fucking hate it. Yeah, I, I took, I'm taking the 10, but I'm right there with you. Like, I, I just, I wish I had the, the juice and the hope and to push you to take the 10 here. But man, it, it's really hard to convince you. And Evan just put in our chat that 85% of the tickets right now are in Detroit. They haven't had yeah. more than 80% since 2012. It's only happened only times in the last 20 years. They've had this many tickets since 2012. So, Oh God. Yeah. That's, that's terrifying. If you're a Detroit fan, um, it's terrible. Yeah, no, we got. You, <laughs> I know people are gonna be like, "Why don't you take the Giants?" It's kind of the same thing, but it, it's it isn't. It isn't. It's it's tough. But I told Chad I would take this at ten. I have. I've thrown a little on it. I just don't know if I'll make it one of our contests play with it, where it probably should be. I I can't stomach it right now. Like I every you know what? all the film I watch on Bryce Young, he is bad, terrible. What a remarkable difference between Anthony Richardson, C.J. Stroud, and Bryce Young, and. and Look, we talked about this nonstop heading into the draft. It's not peewee football. Like, <laughs> why, why is everybody focused on a guy who's my size and my weight, right? Yeah. And it just made no sense. So I'm going to put Carolina plus 10 on our preliminary Maybe. final list. Yeah. Not our final final list. Like right now we got New Orleans and Pittsburgh on there, depending on the number for New Orleans. But it's possible that we when we decide, this might be one of the best numbers available. Given yeah, the way and, the uh, going. Yeah, um, and the lesson, if you're new to listen to the show, I shit on Bryce Young for six months saying I had him a second round grade and I had to get a lot of like, what the fuck do you know? You're an idiot. What did I tell you? I said, I didn't think the kid had the body 
for the league. And I don't think it would hold up. I think he already missed a game this season from taking a hit. So I'm not a hater, guys. Like, this is literally my job is to evaluate talent and give an opinion on that said talent. So um, do I want Bryce Young's career to look like shit? No. I want the kid to have a great life to succeed in life. But my job is to shit on people. Like, that's what this job is. And, yeah, me and Chad were joking. I, I, I had a fan reach out, send me some clips from our draft show, and I went back and listened to a couple of it. And, yeah, we all have a couple of misses, but – Damn, we're we dead on about CJ being much better than Bryce Young. So it sucked that I lost a lot of money, but it just shows how inept this Carolina front office is. And I, I love that I saw that they're looking for a number one receiver now. It's just hilarious if the Bears just send DJ back and get another first-round pick from them. That would be hilarious oh if they God. just – Yeah, get they're not next year, the year after. It's like, yeah, we'll send you guys a receiver. So uh, Carolina fans, I feel bad for you guys. It just looks like – in a, in a draft that two really, really great prospects through the first couple of weeks in CJ and Richardson, it sucks you don't have one because, I mean, look at the Colts and Houston fan bases right now. They're truly living the dream. Uh, we got to pick up the piss. Pretty soon, Matt Mitchell is going to send us a nasty message. Um, Houston, Atlanta. <laughs> Listen, everyone's got to check out the favorites film room. It's the, the YouTube exclusive Simon and I do in which we break down key plays. We use the NFL All-22 and we think about how these plays will impact our bets this weekend. Yeah. Uh, I did the Falcons run game this week. You and I liked the Falcons at minus two against Houston. On Sunday night, it was at three and a half. We said we're waiting it to get under three. It got down to one. It's now back up. Wise guys have come in on Atlanta. This is a dominant run game for the Falcons. Dominant as long as it goes right. And this is what we talked about in the film room. Fourth highest success rate. A run uh, in the NFL running right. No surprise. Center, Drew Dahlman, fourth best overall, graded by PFF, number one rated run blocking center. Chris Lindstrom, Chris Lindstrom, right guard, third best overall guard, according to PFF. Caleb McGarry, right tackle, sixth best run blocking tackle. So you get this team running right, whether it's inside Tyler Algier, outside Bijan. Um, they have an advantage. I think they have an advantage at home. We still like them at minus two. Yeah, and it's also people are going to start picking up themes here where it's like we like riding the hot teams and then we try to jump off. We try to sell high. It's like stock. So we were all over Houston last week. Now we're fading them. All over the Bills last week, a lot of pros now are going on the Jaguars the, the following week. It's like you're trying to not just time the market, but you're trying to sell low on these teams and – if you're on Houston and you didn't get the three and a half, Chad's talking about closing numbers, you're you're buying high in a team at a bad number now. And my hope was that this was going to be like the Colts game where this was going to flip and Atlanta would be a home dog. That would have been amazing. Sadly, the pros couldn't chill and they had to come in and buy the number at one and a half and one. And now, like Chad said, it's up to two, one and a half still. So um, nothing's changed for me here. Like CJ hasn't been incredible. He's gonna get he's gonna get caught. He's gonna hit a wall. Eventually the book will be out on him. That's just how it is. Teams are gonna find your weaknesses and they attack it. They build game plans around it. Me and Chad to talk all the time. There's a reason these rookies fall off as the season goes along. It's a very long season. They're getting more and more tape on you. So whatever he likes to do, the defense is gonna start counteracting that. And Atlanta, it's not so much that me and Chad are just betting them because of their running style on offense. It's more about Houston doesn't have any of the guys to stop it. Like, you go through their defense, they are thin, especially against the run and run stopper. So that's why, like, Chad was right on the same page with me where he broke down those two guys. And it's like, that's why I like Atlanta here. It's not that 
I have zero faith in Ritter. He can still make some of the throws. But if we were ever going to be in a game where I know it's going to be like a shootout, like say this game was in Houston, I probably would be on Houston, right? That's the, You're getting a good number for them. The fact that it's CJ on the road in this kind of environment after, you know, they had this big win in Jacksonville. He made some throws, but that wasn't all him. That Pittsburgh game, that was really a great game by him. So that's why it's like the public, everyone now is seeing that. They're all over this with CJ. Where pros like us are like, yes, this kid's talented, but this number should be three. Like, this should be three or above. Um, the fact we're getting under a field goal here with this Atlanta team, it's another game where it just feels like we have to have it in the contest. All right, look, same scenario. Uh, Tennessee at Indy. The only difference is that uh, the Tennessee number did move the way we thought Atlanta might move. Uh, they opened it at about one and a half or two. We bet it at one and a half. Indy now a two-point underdog. Your fa- film breakdown on the Faves film room of Anthony Richardson was awesome. This is our Foxhole. Wise guys okay. got the Titans. This has to be our Foxhole. Let's climb down into the Foxhole. I'm in. Yeah. And it feels like a foxhole, Chad, that... Uh, we are alone on this one, my friend. Yes, that's what I was going to say. If, if It feels like we're pretty alone. Because I, I know plenty of guys are just going to stay away from this now. Can't help it. Like, we're getting such a good number here against a Tennessee team that is crazy overvalued right now. Their defense is suspect. They do have some dogs up front, but the rest of the defense has a ton of holes in it. And obviously, if Jonathan Taylor came back, that'd be amazing. It's not that big of a deal to me. Me and Chad broke down the film room. Like, this kid Richardson is making great reads and great throws. You're always going to catch a stinker betting these rookies. Like, if 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 you bet Houston this week and CJ just completely lays a stinker, you shouldn't be shocked. It's a rookie. If Anthony Richardson comes out and it just plays like he did in that first half against the Rams, it would suck for me and Chad. But the reason I'm okay with backing Richardson is he has the legs. And, like, that's such the cheat code to what he is where it's like if the arm isn't working, he can always go back to his legs. And that's what I loved when we broke down that film room. He was not relying on his legs the second half. He was trusting his arm talent and taking the windows he had and then throwing guys into windows, which was the craziest part of that breakdown where it's like, you know, if guys weren't open, he would do a fake scramble. So he'd run up to the line like he's going to run. The linebackers would step up and he would do a little dump off to the guys like his tight end or his running back. That's a veteran play by a guy who is in his first year. So um, we might get caught here. I'm happy to pay for that price, especially if we get two and a half in the contest. Like, no-brainer. No I'll be on this Colts one. Evan gave us that stat like we talked about. Guys that go from dogs to favorites, which Tennessee did. They were an underdog. Now they're a favorite. It's what, Chad? They, they hit it at less than 58%, I believe. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it, it's a nice nice trend for us to back. Um, but not only that, I feel like we're getting a great number of this Colts team. So def, definitely a battle for a division game here, but another division dog, just like Pittsburgh, we're going to take the points. Here's a good stat that Evan just gave us. When teams won by 20 or more the previous week, the past 20 years, the next week they are 42% uh, percent against the spread. That's the Titans. Also, the Texans. So <laughs> Yeah, true. So I I like I was on Sunday night, I was I was leaning Titans. You were prickly with me about it. And then I had come around to your side. But of that was a good read. Again, though, that's why I gave you your flowers. That was a good read yeah. by you because you, you're getting the best of the number for the Titans. But it turns out I think I'm on your side now. And so we're in this together, <laughs> brother. There we, we go. Foxhole in it. We're the foxhole. Since he Arizona. So Arizona is a three point favorite at Bet365, two and a half other places. 
basically books are begging for Cincy money at this point. Like we said at the beginning, opened at six. Um, the biggest challenge, I thought Raybon did an incredible job of breaking this game down uh, on the Action Network podcast. And also you should check out the Sunday Six Pack on YouTube where him and Stucky go through their six best games. This is one of his, Arizona. And Arizona is better than we think. And we have enough of a sample size now where this is what Joe Burrow is this season. He's not Joe Burrow of years past. What he is, is what we're going to get. And that's not someone you want to bet on. So I understand why people are betting on Arizona. For me, for a contest play, like I'm passing on this. Good. Um, yeah. I don't have any interest. I don't know about you. If you don't. I'm staying away. Staying right. away. Because like, I, I, want, I want to take them now that's down to this point, not at two and a half like I thought we would. But, you know, guys like Chris, who I respect, and there's other pro groups I really respect, they're coming in on the three, threes and a half. The reason this number is being bet down. So it's like, I respect them. And I'm, I'm like, Chad, like, we got whatever it was, four, four and a half. I got that Sunday, Monday. I'll just smile and hold that ticket and be like, I don't have no read on this game because um, to me, it's another overreaction. I think this line's moved too much and the value is on the Bengals. But Chad just said it, like, it's hard to have any type of faith in Joe Burrow. You can't complete the ball 20 yards downfield. Joe Burrow, like the guy who can't miss downfield, can't complete passes. Now he's losing T. Higgins. It's just, oh, man, it's just a nightmare nightmare scenario right now for them. And, again, Cardinals team can run the ball. So it's like, yeah, everything everything I want to do is on the Cardinals, but it's a shit number now. So um, we talk all the time, close line value. I feel like I'm getting the real close line value here. Technically, he's on the Bengals, but it doesn't feel like value, right, Chad? It feels like – a little stinky, stinky line at this point. Pass. Uh, Philadelphia at the Rams. Rams are four and a half. Undefeated team versus undefeated team against the spread. Line <laughs> line has moved in the Rams' direction. Kind of settled at four and a half. Yeah. Cooper, Cooper Puck may be back. Stafford is slinging it. The Eagles have incredible have have a lot of injuries in the defensive backfield. Here's my take, though, and I've been hesitant to bet this game, even though it's now the Eagles at four and a half, and it's a, I, I like the number for the Eagles. They've because they've got a Pat's mid 2000 vibe to me. Like their coaching is great. They've got great players who don't make stupid mistakes. They have confidence, but not like overconfidence. These are the kind of games the Eagles win, even when they're ugly, and they win them by a touchdown. Yeah. No, it's hard. Where it's, I think everything you just said is so true. It's like the matchup's good for this offense in Stafford. Like Sam Howell just had his way with the secondary. Now you're getting Stafford with maybe a healthy Cooper Cup added to the mix. I'm I'm right there with you, Chad. So it's one of those games I'll bet the four and a half, and I'll be all over it. I don't. I just don't know. Who knows? Maybe Sunday we'll wake up and feel different. But right now, I, I just don't have it in our contest with us. But I do like the number. But everything Chad Chad said is so true. Where it's like sometimes these numbers that look really good, they're they're kind of fake and they suck you in with it where it's like, why isn't this down to three and a half? I don't get why it's still four and a half. That's like my biggest issue with it, where it's like, who doesn't think they're getting great value here? Maybe general public doesn't. Maybe they're thinking they're getting great value in the Eagles, but I don't know. I just feel like the Rams have played so well and people have seen them playing well. And it's just, I'm shocked that they have that many doubters, but yeah, Eagles talent wise, they are light years ahead of this Rams team. Like, they, they they haven't been punting first-round picks the last 10 years. They've been taking studs from Georgia. Yeah. So um, it, it's literally two two totally different teams, how they're built out, and, you know, a, a game that 
again, if 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 it's Sunday and we can't get a fifth game, me and Chad might end up having this one in there. It's just as we sit here right now, it, it's hard to get there. When you say you 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 bet the four and a half, you didn't say if you bet the Rams or the Eagles. Rams, 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 Rams. Okay. I did. I'm still gonna keep doing that Eagles first half. I know we got slaughtered last week, yeah, but last week. yeah, I'm I'm gonna keep taking it. Um, even last week they just they just played sloppy where. Eagles tend to bounce back the following weeks after kind of playing like that. So um, that's another reason. It's just making me scared to take the four and a half. It's like this number is so big. Why isn't this lower? Uh, we don't have to spend too much time on this one. Kansas City and Minnesota. I liked it Sunday night. It was about five and a half. The number of the, the wise guys came in on Minnesota. Um, I think I still like Minnesota, but I don't like four. So for me, as a contest play, it's a pass. As mm. a bet, it's on Minnesota. You you disagree? Yeah, I might be able to get there with you on the Vikings at four and a half. I mean, okay. really smart money is coming out on them. And I think everyone's kind of on board what I've been saying with the Chiefs, where it's like, they are great. We have no doubt about this Chiefs team. They're just something's different since Eric left and went to Washington, the, new, the offensive coordinator. The offense just looks different. And I don't think Mahomes is totally comfortable in this new offensive scheme. So, um, a game that sucks because we're betting a horrible Vikings team. They have a horrible defense, but we're taking Kirk at home in a game we think he should be a track meet. So Kirk Kirk tends to burn us in these spots. But on the flip side, Mahomes, it's over four, four and a half, Chad. This is usually when we fade him. So it's just like the Rams where it's like we're getting a good home dog against a team that people are kind of betting on what they were last year, not so much what they were this year. It feels like another inflated number. So it's like, I like this number. Me and Chad won't be shocked at all when Kirk Cousins throws his third pick six and we're down 21 in the fourth quarter. But that's how you have to bet it. You have to bet these dogs and these kind of spots and these numbers against public perceived teams from the previous year that, you know, whatever it was, I think it was six. You're right, Chad. And then all this money came in on Minnesota. Now it's all the way down to four and a half. I'm hoping by Sunday more money just comes back in on the Chiefs because everyone's going to put them in teasers with their money line parlays and we get back up to that five and a half, six maybe. So um, I've been betting the four and a half, but I'm with Chad. Don't 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 grab the four unless you really have to, unless you're really worried or maybe you're busy this weekend. You don't know when you'll be betting again. Okay, grab the four. Try to wait. Try to see if it goes back up at a lot of books because I, I do think four and a half is such a key number. It's It's better to get that than just grab the four. New York Jets at Denver. We talked about this in the beginning. We said we liked Denver. Uh, yeah. The public is back in the Jets. Uh, you got some intel that the wise guys like the Jets. Since we've been talking. At two and a half. Since we've been talking, this line has moved from one and a half to two and a half. It's back up? Yeah. Denver's now two and a half. Son of a bitch. So, yeah, that was like a game like I loved it. We were getting, we were getting, we're I still know. under a field goal. So, I still like it. But we joke all the time, two and a half now is like an important number. It's not what it used to be. Like the way it is now, two two and a half does matter. So um, son of a bitch. That was, that was one of those where it's like, son of a bitch. keep keep coming back in the Jets. Like give me give me a pick on Denver here. Um, like I said, Russell is not the problem for Denver. It's their defense. Yeah. You won't get a better game to get right than Zach Wilson after he had the game of his life. And hey, Maybe he figured something out. Maybe all these Jets fans are right, where this guy has found it. Now he, like he's he's finally taking what Rodgers teaching him. He's putting on the field. I'm more than happy to pay and be wrong than bet on Zach Wilson like to actually be that. So um, 
Denver's defense, me and Chad broke them down on film. They are horrible in every way. They kind of found something in that second half against the Bears. Like, their their defense in the first half couldn't do anything. The second half, they were flying around. I couldn't believe how it was night and day. Where like Their pass rush had zero pressure in the first half. Second half, they were all over field. So, this is a team that, you know, I, I don't even know. I'd have to check my ratings, but they might be my 30th ranked defense. Like, they are truly horrible right now, Denver. I don't think they're actually that bad. Like last year, they were 14th graded out DVOA defense in the entire season. They're not the 14th best defense in football, but I don't think they're the 30th. I think like they'll still slowly start creeping up to that mid 20s. And this is kind of the game where they should get right at home against a Jets team that they gave it all against that Chiefs team and fell short. I don't see them rebounding from that. Where on the flip side, Denver's coming off such a big win that kind of you kind of think, okay, that'll push them forward the rest of the year. We could be wrong, but I again, I'm happy to fade Zach Wilson under a field goal with a home team. It, we, we did it already. We won a game somehow with Mac Jones against Zach Wilson yes. as under a field goal. I got to do it again. So I, I'm going to not let what happened with that Chiefs game scare me off of it. I'm going to keep fading Zach Wilson under a field goal. Dallas at San Francisco. Biggest bet of the week. Biggest game of the week. Uh, very chalky San Francisco with this number. Stucky is against us. Uh, yeah. No. What was no, his reasoning, though? Uh, I didn't love the reasoning, to be honest. It, I was, was going to say, what what possible reasoning could there be? I uh, I think he was discounting the Cardinals game and felt like the uh, the reaction to the Cardinals' loss was too big and felt like San Francisco had won big games and looked impressive against some not great competition. The not, not great competition that just smoked the Cowboys. So, yeah, like anyone that's trying to give me an argument, the Cowboys, because I did have a couple of guys bring it up. They're like, what are you doing with this one? And I mean, you already kind of talked about it. It's like we're taking the better team at home. I mean, Evan probably knows this. I think it's what Shanahan's up to 11 straight covers as a home as a home favorite. Um, he's been on a roll as nine consecutive home games, nine consecutive home games they've covered. So, so I mean. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like, I love to be the guy that's like, well, they're due then. Dallas is due. Um, it, it's just I'm, there's no reason for me to get on Dallas. I can't find a reason. Uh, yes, is Dak more experienced and probably a better quarterback than Purdy? Sure. But in their, each of their own systems, who's playing better right now? Purdy's been mistake-free. I mean, if you grade him out, He's been pretty incredible on in the throws he is making. Where I told you, little things I didn't like from him was I think – I still don't trust him making checks and calls to the line. Like those are little things I look for that doesn't really matter. Guys in his second year, Kyle's kind of giving him more freedom now, which he should like, he should be letting him make calls to the line. Purdy almost always checks into just running the ball, which not a bad thing. You have McCaffrey, but there's gonna be times where he needs to make the throws. And I, hopefully that changes as the season goes along. But again, there's nothing for me to see in the 49ers that can just get me on Dallas. If this was four and a half, I honestly would start thinking Dallas there because I we talked about like this number at four kind of made sense. But at three and a half, you're getting value on the 49ers. So I'm right there with Chad. I've just been betting this number all week. It's going to be my most public bet of the week. All The public has just come in heavy on this 49ers team. Um, the pros haven't really made a move. I know a couple of guys who took the took the Cowboys, but I told you I did the same thing what I just did with what Stucky did. It's like, tell me why you're doing it. And they really can't. They're just like, well, 
it's a good number. These teams are power rated yeah. right by each other. Like, I'm just going to take the dog here, three and a half. And it's like, all right, that's that's your reasoning. But I feel like we're at, we have good reasonings taking this 49ers team. The run blocking scheme, the coaching advantage with the 49ers, the way the 49ers defense is playing without any injuries to that defense as well. It's It just feels like it's all there for this one. So another game I was going to make my big balls of the week, but I thought Matt Mitchell might curse me out for taking uh, the 49ers and big balls by the week. Cause this one is tough. We're just, we don't really take prime time favorites like this and all the money's no. on. So um, we, we love this number here with 49ers. I don't think also, I don't think it takes big balls. Like we've been on this from Sunday night. Our, our opinion hasn't changed. Nobody has told me anything that to, to make, to, to change my mind that I don't want to be on the Niners. You just, you just said it. You're preaching it. Better coach, better system at home. Like Matt Mitchell was saying in the chat, this is the regular genitals bet of the week. Like, he doesn't <laughs> think it takes big balls. I agree. We're just taking the team that we think is better at home, that has better history and better coaching. That's it. Um, all right. Last game we got to do. Green Bay at Las Vegas. This line has moved. It was Las Vegas plus two. Now it's Las Vegas Sucks. plus one. Sucks. Because a lot yeah. of guys came in on Vegas. We love Vegas at plus two. And I said it sadly like my my stuff cut out. I was like, I'll break this game more down on Thursday. I loved loved Vegas, loved that number. It's gone. We all bet it. Everyone bet it, and it's gone. So, no opinion. This this won't be one of our five. But if it was still a two and a half, I was like, yeah, this is this is a great number. I didn't. I didn't. I, another one. I didn't care who the Raiders quarterback was going to be. Um, you break down Jordan Love's film. He has moments and he flashes, but overall, he's just he's. I don't know. I have a lot of questions right now about Jordan Love, and I said it coming to the season. And again, I took a lot of shit from the Green, fan, Green Bay fans. I was like, he has to come in and be a pro bowler his year one for your team to be good and to make the playoffs this year. And he just has not been that. And a lot of their guys who we talked about and hyped up on their defense have not shown up either. Like Green Bay's defense has struggled as well, where they look great on paper. So um, another team that, you know, Jordan Love, maybe next year, right? That That's when we'll see the improvement. But this year, you're, you're just hoping to see little moments from him, which you have. But I have no faith of him being consistent and no faith in him on the road as a favorite to get these kind of wins. So I'll be on the dog here. But like Chad said, we missed the best number. And it's just this will this will not be in our contest. By the way, da, 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 breaking news, breaking news from the Action Network News Desk via Evan Abrams. Line change. New Orleans Saints are now favorites over the New England Patriots. Man, yep. that fucking sucks. We got the number. Matter we of time. We got the number we wanted, but I'm not sure it'll be a contest play. Simon, yeah. Simon, my friend, can you name the fastest growing ticketing app in the United States? Game time. That's right, my friend. It's our sponsor, Game Time. I love Game Time for two reasons. One, because they sponsor this show. Number two, I actually use Game Time to buy tickets. They've got amazing. Last minute deals on all sorts of tickets, including pro and college football games. Speaking of which, I'm going to game time right now from my house here in Connecticut. What am I going to go see? Well, I got a New York Jets football game coming up in a couple of weeks, or I could go see the New England Patriots host those New Orleans Saints for cheap, cheap prices. No matter where you live, download the game time app. Get out, have some fun this week. Go sweat your bets live and in person, and you can redeem code FAVORITES for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, just download the app and enter code FAVORITES for $20 off. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, 
guaranteed. All right, before we get to the money line, underdog, round robin, parlay, reminder that the week five contest tiebreaker is length of the Raiders' first drive. Our predictive analyst, Billy Ward, writes a tiebreaker strategy article every week, and a link to that article can be found in the episode's description if you want to leg up in the contest. Simon, who's going to be our money line underdog round robin? Last week, we hit four games out of five. So we did some people some good. We got to go Steelers. No brainer. Got to go with uh, our Colts. Steelers, Colts. Um, it pains me to say it, but it's a good number. Got to go with the Rams. Steelers, Colts, Rams. I can't get there with Minnesota. Can you get there? I oh, I, I was just going to say Minnesota. Can you get there? Kirk winning over uh I could just Mahomes? see it. Like, I, I, like, Fuck. <laughs> the, the variance on the Vikings is so high that I could just see it happening, right? Yeah. Especially off of a big game for the Chiefs. The Vikings need to get back in track. And like, (laughs) oh my God. I'll do it because right now I'm looking at a book and only like 11% of the bets are on the Vikings uh, money line. So I like that. No no one's believing, which I don't either, honestly. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, Indy, Minnesota, Rams. I want to do Jacksonville. That's another one though, where it's like, that's just crazy to wrap my head around it. Trevor Lawrence beating... But it is in England, man. Like it's it's weird. It gets weird over there. Cardinals. I'd rather I like that Card- a little better than Jacksonville. Yeah. I can't. I I'd just like- can't see Jacksonville winning out. Yeah, right. I like that one better. All right. Money line round robin. Pittsburgh, Indy, Minnesota, Rams, Arizona. Okay, Simon. I want you to make Little Caesars, which is the official pizza sponsor of the NFL, part of your game day. Is watching football, Simon, and ordering Little Caesars your favorite NFL parlay this week? Yes, Chad. Order online during our pizza pizza pregame one hour before NFL games and get ready for some football and fun. Choose your favorite Little Caesars pizza or pick the toppings you crave. Simon, I don't know if I'm going to like this answer. Do you judge people by the toppings they order in their pizza? Always. Well, I like to get a lot of vegetables in my pizza, but however you order your pizza, you win. And speaking of winning, everyone scores with convenient delivery or our in-store pizza portal pickup. So grab some friends and enjoy a few slices during the game. All right. I'm a survivor. Time for a survivor. The survivor pool pick of the week. It feels like there's only one answer, and we're going to lose on it, but we got to use them. Detroit. Miami? No, there's no way to sugarcoat that. I'm an asshole, so there's, that's about the best way to put it, and I hate it. Oh, I was going to say. Oh, Miami's not bad either, but I don't know. When else would we use Detroit? All right, use Detroit. Put Miami as our two, but I think we'll be able to use Miami again down the road. Where Detroit, this is like, this is the classic. This team is peaking in September, October, and then it's just going to be rough sledding for them November, December. So I, I would prefer to use Detroit now. All right. Detroit it is. Detroit. As a reminder, the Favorites Podcast is presented by Bet365. Bet365 doesn't do ordinary. That's why you get more boosts with them than with anyone else. Every day they power up the odds on hundreds of bets to give you a chance to win more. Bet365 boosts specific markets, your winnings, and even parlays. 
And they don't stop there. Keep an eye out for their biggest and best odds with the incredible Super Boost. Check out the boosts and see why it's never ordinary at Bet365. Must be 21 or over and 18 or over in Kentucky and present in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, New Jersey, Ohio, or Virginia. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Kentucky, Colorado, New Jersey, Ohio, and Virginia, or 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. Terms and conditions and restrictions apply. Before we get out of here, we're joined by Action Network Director of Research, Evan Abrams, the engine behind the great stats and nuggets you hear on this show and across our network. Evan Abrams, you get the last word. What's up, fellas? Uh, So last week, I was really nice to you guys. I gave some good stuff to back. This week, with Halloween coming up this month, I'm going to get a little scarier. So I apologize ahead of time. But you guys guys talked about public sides. Uh, Chad, you talked about how good they're doing this season. So let's continue with that with a little bit of line movement stuff, which is a little scary because I I don't think it's going to continue. But right now, if you follow the line movement this year, so like that's any line that moved in the direction from the opening to closing line. So minus five to minus six. So if you follow the line movement this year, you are 36 and 21 straight up 30, 24 and three against the spread versus the closing line. The previous two seasons, you were 50 games under 500 in that spot even scarier teams to move two points or more so far this year. So that's like minus five to minus seven are 17 and seven straight up 15, eight and one against the spread that 15, eight and one mark is the second best start for those big line moves through four weeks. So we've almost never seen the closing line kind of not matter with those big leaps. So like this week, that would be Baltimore, Buffalo, Detroit, New Orleans, Miami, there's a lot this week so far. So follow Action Labs, follow Action Network. You can follow the line movement. And two points or more, it's been an unreal start. So it's a little scary, but I figure it's good information. Okay, moving on to number two. So this is a cap tip to Brandon Anderson, who found this last year, and it's continued so far. So the Falcons will play the Texans this week after their London game without a bye week. Only 10 times in NFL history has a team returned home from Europe without a bye week. Every one of those teams has been tied or trailing in the fourth quarter of the following week. So maybe this is a live tip because we hope the Falcons win for your picks. But so far, not the greatest start. A little bit tough without the rest. Uh, Also, I want to mention this. The Falcons continue their journey this year. They have zero games with a positive rest differential all season. So this continues in that same spot. So hopefully they continue. I'm on Atlanta. So hopefully that all happens as well. And we'll end here. So listen, I know this is a picking spreads, picking sides pod, but I know Chad loves three things in life, healthy food, referee trends, and weather. So in the next 10 days, we have some windy games, games with 10 plus mile an hour winds or higher at kickoff, 96 and 50 to the under. That's 66% in the last three seasons. And that's 57% over the last 20 years. This year so far, 4-0 4-0 to the under by almost 10 points per game. Right now, that's Baltimore and Pittsburgh, New England, and the Saints, and actually Denver and Kansas City currently on Thursday Night Football next week. So, again, keep up with Action Labs, Action Network Bet Labs. Check the wind because there can be some advantages there. Thanks, fellas. Evan, Evan, you speak my love language. <laughs> it's just amazing. 
All right, here's a recap. Uh, our foxhole is Indy plus two and a half. We are alone on that one. Big balls is Pittsburgh plus four. Exact decision from earlier this week was New Orleans plus one and a half. Look, folks, that line moved. It's now New Orleans is a favorite, minus one. Simon says is Atlanta minus two. Our round robin, money line, round robin, underdog parlay. Pittsburgh, Indianapolis, the Rams, Minnesota, Arizona. Simon, if we had to make five contest picks right now, here's where I think we'd be. The Faves Five, for now. Pittsburgh, plus four. Atlanta, minus two. I think we'd be San Francisco, minus three and a half. I think we'd probably be the Rams, plus four and a half. And then it'd come down to Denver, minus two and a half. Minnesota, plus four. Yeah, uh, and I was just looking. We're, we're like all in on these these late games. There's only four late games today. I think we're like deciding between three of them. So only one that I'm like, okay, we have to have it in right now is uh that we didn't talk about. Did you mention Colts? Oh, shoot, Colts. Yeah, no, we should do Colts. Like that, that's one of those where if it's two and a half, I feel like, all right, that, that one's automatically going to be in because that's such a good number. So, yeah, um, yeah me and you will hop off this call and we'll, we'll get our five in like we did last week. And, yep. you know, we didn't make a single change. So what you're hearing right now, probably what me and Chad are going to go with. Like yeah. the one or two team might be in or out. But um, as we see it right now, like the Vikings, the Rams, I can see them be on the outside and us taking a lot of these uh, short home dogs. Yeah, uh, right now, if I if I had to guess, Pittsburgh plus four, Atlanta minus two, Indy plus two and a half, San Francisco minus three and a half. Might end up being uh, Minnesota plus four, Rams plus four, something like that. Like it. All right. Uh, Reminder, Simon and I will be back with our week five recap episode live on the Action Network YouTube page every Sunday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Download us from Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your pods. Rate, review, subscribe, leave us five stars, say whatever you want. Feedback is a gift until Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern. Love you. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.